This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin 1 expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin 1 is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's RNRTAKE30 at TaskinSF.com. Next up on an all-new Rick and Rick. Is it Ghosted, Tetris, or Dungeons and Dragons? Or is it Fast X, Dead Reckoning, or even The Flash? If you're an action, sci-fi, horror, or hero buff, your 2023 must-see movie list is here. And it all starts right here, right now. On the one show where everybody loves a good Rick flick. And everybody rules the world. Well, pull up a seat and let's call lights, camera, action, folks, because in this new episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World, we've got a list of our most anticipated movies of 2023, and let's hope they're all R-rated for Ricknificent. I'm Rick Matheson, <laughs> and I am joined, as always, by my good friend Cecil B. DeMille. I mean, Rick Wooden. How you doing, Rick? I'm fantastic, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's another wet day here in California, and, uh, you know, I'm actually kind of enjoying this one. It's been indoors all day and just kind of taking it easy. Very nice. Yeah, me too. Although just before showtime, I had to bring up a bunch of stuff for like the junk pickup day. And so, of course, pouring rain. And so, uh, yeah, I'm still drying out here. But, you know, I read that this was the end of La Nina. Next year will be El Nino, which means next year's supposed to be very wet. (laughs) Because this year wasn't wet enough. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Well, you know, I, I just read that uh, in Tahoe over, over the last weekend, they got, and I'm not joking, 14 feet of snow. Oh, I did not hear that. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. And I forget which city in particular it was because it obviously wasn't all of Tahoe, but it was just like, holy cow. Like, can you, can you imagine that? You know, like, I don't know, going away for the weekend and coming back and can't find your house because, you know, it's buried in snow. Yeah. No, I did see that they're urging people not to go to the mountains this weekend because of more coming in. Yeah. Crazy. I've talked to a couple of co-workers that made the mistake of going and they said that it took anywhere from 8 to 12 hours to get home. So if you're going to go up, plan to stay for you know longer than what you want. Definitely. Well, what hasn't stayed longer than we'd like are good movies at the movie theater, but 2023 looks like it might be making up for some lost time on that front. So I'm amped. I mean, we do this every year, Rick. We look at our three most anticipated movies for the coming year. One of the movies that's already hit the theaters might have been on this list if we'd gotten around to doing it earlier. Right. I'm just not going to tell listeners whether that would be Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, or Cocaine Bear. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm pretty excited about this year as well. And, you know, I, prepping for this show, I was thinking like, oh, I don't know, there's not that many movies that I, I've really heard about that I'm excited about. And then I went through the list and I'm like, holy cow, there's a ton of good movies coming out this year. And some of them are like ones that are very ironic and I want to see it just because it's funny. Like Die Hard. Have you seen this one? It's uh, Kevin Hart, right? Yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart, you know, he's trying to become an action hero because he doesn't want to be, you know, pigeonholed as the comedic wingman. So yeah, he's trying to do his own thing. I mean, oh my God, this one looks hilarious. And then the other thing that kind of caught me, besides just a couple ironic ones like Cocaine Bear and Die Hard and that sort of thing, was how many sequels are coming out this year. You mentioned Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. You know, they got Scream 6, John Wick 4, Transformers. No, that's going to be Transformers like 5 or something. Totally. Dune 2. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Evil Dead Rise, Fast X, Spider-Man Across the Spider. I mean, it just goes on and on. 
on and on. Yes. I was I was blown away by how many sequels we're going to get. Yeah. Well, you know, 2022 didn't quite make the ripples that we'd hoped, but then we realized that it looks like all the studios have been holding out for 2023. Yeah, this is true. And I, I think I think you were onto something a couple of shows ago when you mentioned that you feel that the studios kind of held a lot back because of COVID and because of just waiting for people to get back in theaters. I, I think I think this is uh, this is the one where they release everything. This is the one where they shoot their load and we find out what they've got. So yeah, this year we've got John Wick Chapter 4, Dungeons and Dragons, which probably be a new franchise, this Honor Among Thieves, Tetris, we've got the Evil Dead Rise, and Indiana Jones and the Wheel of Fortune. I mean, Dial of <laughs> Destiny. So I'm sure we're going to talk about a lot of the movies coming out this year, folks, but we want to hit on three that we're looking forward to. And Rick, I got to tell you, I don't think mine is in any order like a countdown or anything. They're just three movies that I'm probably most interested in seeing. So Rick, are you ready to reveal your list of 2023 Rick Flicks? Absolutely. There's one movie that is going to come out, and it's by Christopher Nolan. You know I'm a fan of Christopher Nolan. And what it actually is, is Oppenheimer, which is basically a biopic about Oppenheimer, who basically was the father of the atomic bomb. Yeah. And there's there's been a lot of mythology around you know this person, this character, this uh, this you know scientist over the years, and and his involvement in this. And so it's going to be super interesting to see how Nolan takes a hold of that because what he's really known for is thought provoking, suspenseful sci-fi. And here he's going to be doing quasi biopic, and I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of suspenseful sci-fi in there as well. But I, I have to say, this is one that you know normally wouldn't make my list because it's you know a little more of a drama. It's a little more of a you know a history piece. But it's a piece of history that I'm super interested in. Yeah, you know, it's funny because uh, years ago, I think it was Batman Begins, whichever one Cillian Murphy was in, I remember seeing that. And then I just happened to be watching this show on History Channel about Oppenheimer. And I thought to myself, Cillian Murphy looks just like this guy. He should be in a movie about this. That's awesome. And so fascinating guy because he was horrified by what he'd done, which you can imagine. The clip I saw him in, he was quoting the name wrong. It's Indian text, the Bahat Bagada. I'm sure I've butchered that. I am the destroyer of worlds, you know. Right. It's such a fascinating story. Yeah, his quote there is, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like you said, I mean, he was very upset by what he created and how it was going to be used and the impact of it. And, you know, and I, I believe that quote came right after the first bomb was dropped. Yeah. Anyways, it's a, it's, it's going to be a fascinating story. I'm very interested in it. And, and like I said, there's been a lot of takes on this. There was like a, a whole sci-fi movie done around this and in all kinds of things, time travel. And so there's been a lot of, like I said, mythology. There are a lot of, you know, fan theories, a lot of different things around this, but it's going to be interesting to see how Nolan attacks this one. Yeah, when I first saw that he was the one helming it, I thought is it going to be historical fiction? But it doesn't appear to be the case. I think you're right. I believe it's a biopic. Yeah. Very good call. Awesome. So one of my most anticipated movies of 2023 has got to be Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> You know that my list has to include Annie Machete's The Flash, which is set to hit theaters on June 16th. It stars Ezra Miller, of course, as Barry Allen, The Flash, Ben Affleck as Batman, Michael Keaton as a different Batman, Sasha Cal as Supergirl, and Michael Shannon as General Zod. DC created the idea of a superhero multiverse back in the early 60s. This is the first time, I think, that we've seen their version on the big screen. And the story does appear to be that Barry is using the Speed Force to 
Ares back in time to prevent his mother from being murdered, only to royally screw up the timeline and create what, in the comics anyway, was known as the Flashpoint Paradox. Now, this is what has my interest kind of reignited. I read the other day that Warner Brothers Discovery is doing early screenings of The Flash at CinemaCon. Oh. Yeah, CinemaCon is for all the movie theater owners. And so if a studio shows something there, it's because they are really confident that it's going to be a big hit. Right. And then, to top it off, the movie's supposed to reset the DC movie universe now that James Gunn is in control. And I read the other day that he calls The Flash, quote, one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Wow. And, and that's no small thing coming from James Gunn's mouth. Totally. So yes, my interest is reignited in The Flash. Yeah, you know, I, I still have a hard time with this just because of all the controversy around Ezra Miller. No, I agreed. It's going to be hard to ignore. Yeah, but I do have to say a couple of things have me excited about it. I mean, you just obviously made a really good case for it. But honestly, Michael Keaton as Batman, yeah. I mean, I, I never thought I would see him don the cape again. And, and honestly, his whole, I am Batman. I mean, it's so <laughs> part of the whole DC thing for me. Yeah. And then the second thing that I'm kind of excited about is that Grant Gustin is actually part of the movie. Oh, I was hoping, but I didn't see that. Yeah. So uh, according to, to Wikipedia, he is listed as I'm part glad. of the cast. And so maybe this is that kind of crossover handoff that we've been looking for. Yeah, I hope so. At some point, we see in the trailer that Barry goes back to the time period when the Kryptonians were attacking Earth, General Zod and his minions. And we learn that there is no Superman. Whatever he did has messed something up. And it looks like he has to go recruit Kara Zor-El, so Kal-El's cousin. When she landed on Earth, she'd been captured by the government and hidden away where she couldn't fuel her cells with solar energy. And so he frees her and then enlists her to help them against Zod. So it looks like a fun movie. Nice. I will definitely check that out. Join us next time for part two of our big countdown of the most anticipated movies of 2023. Until then, stay safe, keep each other safe, and keep on coming back to the one show where everybody's name is Rick. And everybody rules the world. 